Welcome to Simplified Marketing for Small Business Owners. I'm your host, Krista Fabrick. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's episode is an interview I did on live video with Vicki O'Neill, the fractional CMO. Vicki is a sales and marketing rock star who helps small businesses connect the dots between sales and marketing, and she talks about ideal customer avatars and mapping the customer journey. I hope you will tune in for the interview and that you learn lots. Okay, we are live. Hello, everybody. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sorry for the background noise. I had a schedule change that made me have to be remote. But I am excited today to have Vicki O'Neill of Ken K Marketing. And uh, I thank you so much for taking the time to be on this interview, Vicki. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's an honor to be here with you, especially on your first Facebook Live. Yes, I can't think of anybody than my sister from another mister. That would be a better match for this. <laughs> we exactly. even look alike. <laughs> we really are from the same gene pool somewhere. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So um, since uh, people watching this probably won't know much about you, can you please just give us a quick introduction to you, your, your business, your background, all that good stuff? Yes, um, I'm Vicki O'Neill. I'm fractional CMO of my company, which is called Ken K Marketing. I started it in 2011 as a side project. I had people coming to me saying, hey, can you create this logo? Can you create this website? And I had a group of people that specialized in each category. And I was reaching out to them and kind of tossing the project over to them. And I said, you know what? This is something I think I want to do at some point, like have a company that I run holistically and be 100% in. So I just went ahead and started the business. And then any requests that came in, I just ran it through Ken K Marketing. And it was in 2018, actually exactly two months ago, that I was working with a company as an inside sales manager and they let me go. So I was an inside sales team that was relatively new. The company was acquired, they changed their business model, and this okay. new concept no longer fit in. So I was the last one in, the first one out. So yep. <laughs> I've been seeing signs and just, it'd been on my mind anyway of like, I need to go into this full time anyway. And so I'd kind of been preparing for that. And when that happened, I'm like, okay, all the signs were pointing to me doing this on my own. So it's go time. So I've yeah. been focused 100% on my business ever since then, over the last two years. Yeah, and I think you and I got connected around the time that you were just, this was all happening. I feel like we've been connected for a couple of years at least. So yeah, um, I, yeah. and it's funny because you started on the side in 2011. I think I started on in 2013, so not too far behind you. <laughs> yeah, very similar. <laughs> um, and so... Talk a little bit about the kind of clients you've served. And then also let's, I want to hear a little bit about your podcast. Okay. Yeah. So I've made a little bit of a switch from what I was doing. So, and that's actually how my podcast Connected Dots got started is that I created it. It's called Connected Dots in an effort to have marketing and sales create better alignments between them. Yep. And in mid-sized companies and bigger companies, which is the majority of my background in the corporate environment, there's a huge disconnect in between oh, yeah. this too, as you know too. And I saw an opportunity with my background, which is mostly marketing. I have about eight years experience in a sales only role that I could take that ex that expertise and like combine the two and focus on those businesses that really had a huge gap and were really holding themselves back from a revenue perspective because those teams were misaligned. 
So I went into that and it was a huge challenge because a lot of companies don't want to admit outwardly that they're having problems. Yep. (laughs) So it was a huge challenge. The more research I did, the more discussions I had, I realized that, you know, I need to be focused more on marketing, which is really the core of the business. Because without marketing, I mean, of course, without sales, but you can't generate sales as easily if you don't have marketing. And marketing is like the core of your branding and your your content strategy, your messaging, your sales, your call to action. Everything revolves around marketing, including like journey and working with customer service. So, and that's really where my heart is is like in marketing. So, we made that transition. Um, earlier this year, actually in January, to be more focused on marketing, but how marketing can help generate sales more effectively. Yeah, and I think that's the problem almost every business has is they don't see that marketing is a way to generate sales. They really do think, have stuck in their head that marketing is just advertising or social media, right? And they don't think of it as being that the beginning of the funnel and the beginning of the customer journey to get them to to sales. So yeah, um, I think that's starting to, you probably hear this a lot too, because you work with small businesses as well, right? Yes. Yeah. And that's what I've made my transition to. And a lot of times people have a tendency to almost pigeonhole different roles and say, oh, you're marketing. So marketing's in a silo. So then they focus only on sales. And really those two are connected. They need to be working together. And you're probably finding is with small businesses, they don't have time to put 100% focus on any of it because they're always going in different directions. Yeah, exactly. And so that's why they just kind of, they throw up a website, they throw up their social media, and then they either do the sales themselves as a business owner, or maybe they contract out to somebody hoping they can get some sales. There's, yeah, there's no real strategy or cohesiveness Exactly. Between what's going on in marketing and what's going on with the sales part. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Disconnect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, as a fractional CMO who's helping small businesses with this, you know, kind of how can how can small businesses avoid that disconnect? How can they start to to bridge the gap? Well, it really and you just said it is it's you have to have a strategy. So I know it's everybody saying you need a strategy for this. You know, you need a strategy for your marketing, your business, your sales, your content. And it's it's ultimately just having a plan. Yep. So in order to be effective in anything, you need to have a plan. And it's the yeah. same thing with marketing. And I think marketing, especially with small businesses, because they have, you know, a smaller staff and they're all doing yep. multiple things. So they look at what needs to happen, what has to happen. You know, it's handling the customers, it's handling calls, it's customer or um, sales. So they put the focus on the things that are are most important at that moment, not thinking that marketing is important all the time. Right. So, (laughs) yeah. So even though it's important all the time because they don't see it as being that piece that needs to be moving all, all the time in the background, that gets pushed to the wayside. Right. And they're, you know, saying, oh, my gosh, you know, we lost a customer to a small business. That could be, you know, the difference between making or not making their goals for that year. So they always need to be working on marketing and have that in the pipe, you know, helping keep the leads in the pipeline and keeping their brand out there and awareness and creating great experiences online. So if they lose that customer, it's easier to acquire new customers. So, yes, exactly. And that's 
And, you, you know, obviously you want to keep your current customers as much as possible because it's much easier to do that yeah. than to get the new ones. Yeah. But doesn't mean you shouldn't stop trying to get the new ones. Yeah, exactly. And as a fractional I- CMO, that's like, that helps small businesses because they, they, they can't afford most of the time to hire a full-time marketing person. Right. So as a fractional CMO, I come in as that part-time, you know, executive team leader, marketing guru or expert who can help them with their marketing. I don't want to say expert. Yeah. Nobody's really an expert, but <laughs> as the marketing go-to person, <laughs> yes. um, help them out on a part-time basis without the full-time expense. Yeah. And I love that. That's such, such a needed thing for small businesses. Um, and, you know, it's funny, one of my favorite examples, you're talking about how the marketing has to always be moving in the background. Yeah. About a year ago, I, I got a brand new client who had been in business for 18 years mm-hmm. and he had a very successful business and had grown and was able to had set up systems and hire people so that he was able to travel a lot and didn't have to work full time in his business. But he'd gotten so complacent that he had let his marketing fall. So he was like, all right, Krista, um, I stopped email marketing. I stopped updating my website. I've given up on social media. And he's like, I stopped even trying to do like uh, my SEO. You know, I don't do any more PPC. He's like, and my sales in the last six months have dropped drastically. And he was in a business that he does need constantly need new leads. I'm like, well, duh. I know that's why I'm talking to you. That's why I'm hiring you. Help, help. I need to do marketing again. But yeah. You know, even when you've been in for business for 18 years and you have all the systems, mm-hmm. if you ignore your marketing, the leads are going to dry up. They will, yeah. you know. He's and, a great case so, what not to do. <laughs> yeah. And so we had to sit down and do a brand new marketing plan because he was literally doing nothing. And yeah. I, I love that in this day of growth hacking and, oh, I'm just going to get a big Instagram profile and social media, you know, virality and things that you talk about. You need that plan. You need a strategy. That's mm-hmm. re- People forget the basics now, I feel like. They just think, oh, I can just do some social media and I'll be fine. Yeah, no, exactly. you, have, you have to have that plan, right? So. Yeah. They need to see um, it. Social media is the conduit between your business and achieving your goals. It's not yeah. where you're spending your time. It's just a means to an end. How can I connect the yeah. dots between what I want to happen in my business and who I need to actually make that happen? Exactly. And yeah, it's just knowing like where your ideal customers are too. So if you're you know, spending all your time on Instagram, but all your customers are on Twitter, then yeah. you, know, you need to kind of know where those people are so you can focus your time and effort in the appropriate place. And you know, that's a perfect transition into talking a little bit more about ideal customers because that's something that you and I both are pretty passionate about and, and we both think that a lot of people ignore that. And yeah. you, this is kind of one of your things. So can you talk a little bit about what what how can a business figure that out? And why is it so important to know that? Yeah, it's it's extremely important for all of us to know that. Um, just for the fact, especially for small businesses. I mean, none of us can afford to take money and just throw it out the window and say, okay, I'm just going to, you know, blindfold myself and throw a dart and say, okay, here's where, you know, you land this message and hope it hits somebody that it's going to resonate with. It's right. all about knowing, like, who your ideal customer is. So I always tell people when I'm talking with them, including customers, prospects, and part of that, you know, pre-marketing strategy is to understand who they are. And if they have customers today, which a lot of small businesses do, or else they wouldn't be in business, they can look at their data. 
So right. look at your data and see, you know, if you don't talk to your customers all the time and you don't have that one customer that you're like, God, I love talking to them. They're responsive. They always try our new products. They're, you know, always, they're paying their bills on time. They're buying our stuff. You know, if you don't have one of those, then go to the data and look at yeah. you know, what's most important to you. Is it highest profit? Is it highest number of products that they've purchased? Is it how long they've been a customer with you? So choose your category of what's most important and then just sort your customers based on that criteria. And then look right. at you know, your top 10 and say, okay, what makes these top 10 my best customers? How can I get more of these customers? And then you just kind of reverse engineer that process until you can identify who they are and where they're spending time. So that's kind of going in on your ideal customer. And yeah. there's different or there's different aspects of identifying who your ideal customers are. So a lot of people stop at like the demographics, you know, where they're located um, and even like the demographics and geographics, where they're located, how much money they make, right. you know, but really it's getting down to the psychographics because yes. we make buying decisions on emotion and then we justify it with logic. So if we're not tapping into an emotion of some sort, when we're putting our messaging out there, then we're actually spending more time and we're putting more effort into trying to acquire customers than we really need to. So part of identifying who your ideal customer is, is doing in-depth research and actually putting yourself in your customer's shoes and saying, Okay, I need to act like my customer. What pain points are they going through? What keeps them up at night? What are their biggest frustrations? Why are they spending, you know, for me, it's a small business owner. What are they spending so much time on in their business that they can't focus on their business? Yeah. You know, diving into those things that really like make a difference in why they would need my particular product or service. So yep. it gets a little bit deeper, actually a lot deeper <laughs> than just where they're located or if they're male or female. So right. that could be important depending on the type of business. And you, if you're a florist, you may need to know if you're targeting brides or if you're targeting um, men between the ages of 25 and 40 who need to be buying, you know, flowers for their wives on anniversaries or for Mother's right. Day. So right. that's important if it, in that respect. But for me as a small, you know, small businesses are my target audience. I don't necessarily need to have a male or a female, but I need to understand right. what the pain points are and what they need to actually be efficient in their business and how I can help them solve those problems. Yeah, I love that. And that's what I always talk about is if you're not solving a problem, then why are you in business? Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> We're not here to help, right? We're here to yeah. serve. But we want to yeah. help relieve some type of stress or you know, why you're not sleeping at night or, you know, something, you know, that's what we're here for. Right. <laughs> right. So we know small business owners, hopefully because by the nature of being a small business, they probably have a good opportunity to really understand who their ideal client is. If they take some time to, you know, do look at the data and look at their clients or customers. But at what point do you feel like they, it's time to call in an expert like yourself for this? Yeah, it can become, it depends on their, their mindset because it is, you know, I always tell people it's going to take time. You know, it's not something right. you say, okay, I'm going to take an hour out of my day and all of a sudden I'm going to know who it is. You know, it's, yeah. you need to have a list of questions and I have all of this on my website for people if they want to access it. Um, it's free. They don't even need to give me their email address. Um, you know, a list of questions and then like a template for B2B or B2C, you know, um, customers depending on who they're targeting. Um, right. 
but they can go through that process themselves. But I always preface it as that it is going to take time. So again, you need to plan if you're going to make it successful. And if they get to the point where they're like, I just don't have time for this, or they want to do it themselves, which I encourage them to, because you know it, it's a good exercise for them to go through, regardless if they're going to hire out or do it in time. Um, but if right. to the point where you know they're not able to meet their goals, or they're not able to talk to their customers, or they're not able to process information appropriately, then, you know, that's, that's the time that you need to call somebody else because it's important to get it done, but your business and your customers shouldn't be sacrificing and your employees shouldn't be sacrificing in order to get this done. So right. it just depends on their situation, but it really should be something that's helping the business and not keeping them from, you know, getting their business to go forward. Yeah. So if you're getting stuck with this, then it's definitely time to call in somebody. <laughs> call in a, call in exactly. help, right? Yeah, exactly. You and I both know that there are a lot of um, marketers out there that don't maybe actually know what they're doing. So how how can a small business, you know, find somebody that they trust that's going to actually be able to help them and that, you know, their budget is so precious and so limited. They're especially vulnerable to to hiring somebody. And I hear stories all the time of hiring companies or consultants that end up not helping them at all, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I always tell them to look for somebody that they know or could get to know. They start to like, you know, you go through that whole know, like, and trust factor. And it makes sense. I mean, first you have to find them. So if you're already right. finding, you know, marketing people and you're like, hey, I kind of like what they're doing, um, you know, follow them on the platform where you're at. So if yeah. I'm a small business owner and I need somebody to do, to do marketing, stay on the platform where you're at, you know, yep. and, Hopefully you can find them there because if we're doing our job correct, we're finding right. them so that we can be there. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but to start posting content and that can be any, don't just post, you know, Hey, here's our product. Here's our company. Here's a press release. You know, it needs to be, yeah. needs to know you and your customers right. want to get to know who you are. So yep. before somebody's going to buy from you, they need to know who you are. So the first thing is, is, you know, let's just say you're, you know, a small business owner and you're spending time on Twitter. You know, Twitter can be used as, you know, if you think of it as a newspaper, you know, that can be used as your headline. And then the do like a blog or information someplace else. And, you know, Twitter just put, you know, um, maybe you've got, um, you're, you're doing like a brand recall or you guys are working on a brand new project and the team is excited about it. You know, take a picture of the team and say, hey, we're really excited about this brand new project. Stay yeah. your information and just yep. kind of do a behind the scenes. And you're really good at this, Krista, on Instagram doing the stories. Yeah, doing like the um, you know, the the, the stories behind the scenes. So speaking of which, <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you do a really good job of that. So, and there's a lot of people that I follow on Instagram who do a really good job of that. Um, Brian fans, yeah. we both know, does a really good job of that yeah. too. Um, but it's important to not just put the end product out there, but people can get to know you better if you're actually talking about the process behind the scenes. Right. And you and I have actually talked about that too. And I'm not real good about that on Instagram. Yeah. So, but you, you are great about it on LinkedIn. In fact, I want to go back and reread your post this morning. I saw it quickly before I left my meeting this yeah. morning to drive down here. And um, what I was going to say is anybody that's looking to hire somebody in marketing, yeah, go read their content. Because if anybody reads your content on LinkedIn, it is clear that you know what you're talking about. Like, there's no <laughs> doubt. 
like, unless you copied and pasted that from another expert, you know, you know which you are an of it, you'll eventually get caught up, caught on that, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. you, anybody, it's social media does make it really easy to see if somebody's legitimate, dig deep enough and you, you can figure out if they're sharing knowledge or not, you know? Yeah, exactly. So just, I would just recommend that they follow some marketing people and, you know, whoever they start to, uh, you know, get a good feeling from, if they comment, I, I suggest commenting on their content so that they can start saying, hey, I'm, I'm here. And then they can get a good feel too for, you know, if there's some business and they're commenting on your Instagram post or they're responding to your Instagram story. Now, you know that they're there, but they're also saying like, hey, how responsive is she going to be? Or like, what is she going to respond? Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, and they're like, hey, you know, she responded very quickly. That was pretty impressive. And then they're going to be like, I'm going to be following her because, you know, Krista did a great job of, you know, recognizing me. She responded to me. It was timely and it was courteous. And they're going to be like, hey, I'm going to, maybe they're going to mark you as somebody that when you post for the first time, or as soon as you post, they get notification. Right. And then right. they're going to say, hey, I like her. Oh, I think I, I like what she's offering. I'm going to go check out this Facebook group. And now they're part of your group. And that's just part of the whole sales process. Did that make sense? I think I'm losing you. Right. <laughs> I think I lost you a little bit there. Krista. Right. That's. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? I think we're losing the connection. If anybody can still hear me live. She's reconnecting. Oh, she had mentioned that she's in, I think she said a Panera. So it was uh, pretty busy at the time. And um, if it got busier, which is going on two o'clock my time, it might be getting busier there. So there might be more people logging into the network. So if that's the case, Maybe she's going to um, try to reconnect. So we'll see what happens. There she is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yes. Like I said, as if I was you. <laughs> yes, I, I could hear you the whole time. So that was awesome. You Thank you for yeah for filling oh. in. <laughs> um, but you know that what I was going to say is if you um, are a business owner looking to hire somebody like Vicky um, and you don't know Vicky, um, or then and you don't have time to maybe follow somebody and do all stuff, of course, always asking somebody you trust for a referral, right? Um, because that's like, if somebody asked me about and needed help with what you do, Vicki, of course I would happily send them right over mm -hmm. to you. And so, and that's what I do for a lot of people is I use my network to help people I know. You know, I know a lot of people who are experts in a lot of different areas. So asking for a referral is always a great way too. <laughs> yeah, that actually does help. And I think the same thing with small businesses too, that if they're not sure, but they're close to other I'm sure that there's small business owners that have a group or a, a um, mastermind or something that they need in. So I would encourage them to talk to other small business owners and see who they use and who they trust. And at least it's a good starting point. Yeah. 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 So um, if you could recommend one podcast other than your own, which I do highly recommend that, that my audience or anybody watching this video checks out Connect the Dot podcast. Uh -huh. um, other than that, if you can recommend kind of one podcast or one great book or something that helps small business owners with kind of this marketing and sales strategy and, and putting them together, mm -hmm. what would it be? 
Um, I would say from a book standpoint, I'm a huge fan of Mark Shaper. Yeah. So yeah. Marketing Rebellion, I'm always going to recommend that. I just put my books on the floor. I'd reach down and grab it, but it's always sitting on my desk. <laughs> um, so that's my go-to book for everything. So I would say right. if there's anything that you want to read, and the only reason why I say Marketing Companion or um, Marketing Rebellion, Marketing Companion is his podcast. So that's another one to listen to. Um, his stuff's a little advanced though. Mark's always got his finger on the pulse of what's coming next. But he's proven himself over time that when he sees that there's going to be this change in, you know, marketing landscape where today the customer's the marketer and they are, you know, he he estimated that years ago that that was going to happen and it did. So he's a very forward thinker. Um, a great person to listen to him and Brooke Sellis on the uh, Marketing Companion podcast. So I would say those yeah. two together are a really good resource for small businesses to listen to. Um, and then I would say if you like fast paced, like quick snippets, I've kind of gotten away from Gary V, but he's always got he's got great quick, you know, snippets yeah. information, tidbits, um, you know, things that you should and shouldn't do. Um but you have to like his personality too. So I would just say, check him out. If you like him, follow him for a while. If not, go file, go follow somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not for everybody, but he does give a lot of really, really helpful information. Yeah. I, I always follow um, uh, Amy Porterfield. Yes. And I love her. Corleo. Yep. So, yeah. Both of them are excellent for small businesses. Yeah. So great, I would say great recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I think our time is about up, and I, I really, I so appreciate you uh, being my very first guest, and especially with the kind of the noise and the, the last minute changes here with location, but um, and being willing to be my guinea pig. <laughs> I, I knew you and I would have a great time. So <laughs> I knew we'd have a, we could talk with no problem, and happy to do so too. So yeah, no problem. So thank you so much uh, for having me. Happy to have you. And please uh, tell everybody how they can find you. Where's the best place to connect with you? And uh, obviously, you're in this group as well. But for yes. um, and but you know anybody that comes in later, where can where can they find you? Um, I've got all of my social profiles listed in the footer of my website, which is vickyoneil.com. V-I-C-K-I-O-N-E-I-L.com. Um, if I spend most of my time on LinkedIn and then Twitter. But yep. again, connect with me. You can subscribe to my email on my website too. Um, and that's a great way to stay on top of my weekly tips, um, my podcast episodes, new things that are coming up. So I, I always recommend people subscribe to my email. Wow, awesome. I know. I think I need to subscribe to your email. I don't think I'm on that list. So I'd like <laughs> to see what you're sending out. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I can learn. <laughs> I can add you if you want me to. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks again, Christy. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Simplified Marketing for Small Business Owners today. I hope that you found this episode valuable and that you will subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave a rating and review for me. And if you would like to connect further, you can find me at Krista Fabric on all the social media platforms or kristafabric.com. Make it a great day.